How much of an impact do different surfaces have on the performance of players and the outcome of matches in tennis? We're gonna get into it. Tennis has three surfaces currently, hard, clay, and grass. There are variations of these surfaces in terms of speed, location, conditions, and whether it's indoors. However, for the purpose of our analysis, we are going to put those to one side. So how do the three surfaces typically play? Let's start with clay. The most common clay courts are made with crushed, shell stone or brick. Clay courts are not actually made of clay. The red dirt is the slowest surface and produces high bounce, albeit an uneven bounce at times. These courts produce longer rallies and are physically more demanding pushing a player's endurance and ability to craft points creatively. It rewards players who are great defenders. This includes shot tolerance and movement, return well, and have potent forehands. It also rewards high topspin ground strokes due to the surface being extremely conducive to topspin, in addition to accurate angled shot making. Rafa Nadal is the perfect example of a player whose style is tailor-made for clay. Nicknamed the King of Clay, the record 14-time Roland Garros champion boasts a career 91.3% record on clay and has an insane 112-3 win-to-loss record at Roland Garros. Other players such as Bjorn Borg, Chris Evert and Justine Hennan had great success on clay as well. The less common green clay courts are made of crushed metabasalt topped with green clay. These are slightly faster and harder than red clay courts and are found in parts of the USA and Canada. Let's go on to our second surface then, grass. Grass is a really unique surface for a few reasons. Unrelated to how it plays, the grass is present at the lowest amount of tournaments despite being the oldest surface. Tennis actually gained popularity while being played on gardens and grass lawns of the old British aristocracy. The oldest and most prestigious Grand Slam Wimbledon is played on grass. The surface generally plays fast and is low bouncing. It suits players with an attacking game and rewards big serving, flat ground strokes, potent slices and net play. The serve and volley tactic is most effective on grass. Points are sharp and short. Roger Federer, Pete Sampras, Serena Williams, Margaret Court and Billie Jean King excelled on grass courts. Roger Federer's game was extremely suited to the grass and he won 87% of his matches on the surface, including a record eight Wimbledon titles. For more information on Roger Federer and his game, check out this video up here. It's a great watch and we break down how dominant he was in the period between 2004 to 2007. The last of the surfaces is hardcore. Hardcores are generally made of synthetic or acrylic layers laid on top of concrete or asphalt foundation. Resin and rubber are also used in some constructions. The tour nowadays is mainly dominated by this surface and it is present at two of the four Grand Slams, the Australian Open and the US Open. Speed of court can vary, however, but as a general rule of thumb, hard courts tend to be in between clay courts and grass courts in terms of speed. They are quicker than clay, but slower than grass. Again, please note this is not the case for all hard courts. Unlike grass and clay, which can produce uneven bounce at times, hard courts give reliable, consistent bounce. The balls tend to bounce high on hard courts, but do not hold up in the surface like a clay court. Due to the balanced speed and nature of the surface, hard courts are more suited to players with all-round attributes. Novak Djokovic is a perfect example of an exemplary hardcore player. He boasts an 85% winning record on hard courts to date. This includes 14 out of his 24 Grand Slams being won on the surface, 10 Australian Opens and 4 US Opens to boot. The Serb is one of the most complete, if not the most complete player to hold a tennis racket. For a deep analysis into his game style, check out this video up here. 
Uh, we go into it with video footage as well. Check it out if you're a big Novak Djokovic fan. So we've analyzed all three surfaces. So how does surface affect a player's performance and the outcome of matches? Well, let's look at two examples here. Puba Hakash, the Polish player, is known for his big booming serve and excellent net play. His win percentage on grass is 63% to date, his highest percentage on all surfaces. If we then look at clay, however, it dips to 48%. That's a drop of 17%. The pole serve and net play is less effective on clay and he has to rely on his ground strokes and shot tolerance on the slower surface. This goes against his strengths and is evident in his win percentage on clay. If we flip it and we take another example, and take a current clay court specialist, the tenacious Diego Schwartzman. His game could not be any more different to Uber Catch. The foundation of his game is built on shot tolerance, defense, and sublime returning. The Argentine has a 57% win record on clay, but this dips to 39% on grass. So that's a drop of 18%. These examples prove that unless you have a well-rounded balanced game, the chances are your style of play will be more suited to one specific surface than all three. However, what I will say is that the current tennis courts are a lot more similar in how they play surface to surface than in the past. And with the domination of the more balanced hardcourt surface, that's meant that the younger generations coming through seem to have a more varied game in comparison to prior generations anyways. This could lead to less so-called surface specialists I'm ignoring the big three in this equation as they are anomalies. Let's see what the future holds though. Thank you for watching this video. Let me know your thoughts on the surfaces and the impact it has on players and results in the comments below. Make sure to hit that like button and do subscribe if you're new. See you guys.